2: Morning Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Those of you that did the Dave Biddle rain dance last night, it did not work. I'm back and I will be here through Friday, but look who's back. The Fong is here. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Waltfong, who told me before the show All he wants today is everyone to become a YouTube subscriber so the Ohio State site can pull ahead of all other sites when the end of the month communique is sent out from the bosses and we have the most podcast subscribers. So please, YouTube, Twitter, anything you can subscribe to Bucknuts, hit it right now if you have to push pause. It'll be worth it. You're about to get some award-winning infotainment from the director of twenty four seven sports, Steve Wolfong. Steve, how goes it?
3: Good morning, Daniel. Doing well. We are in the dead period, so I'm excited about I was that. Gonna say,
2: no one likes a good dead period more than Steve Wolfong. Go
3: ahead. Yeah, man. I mean, no more weekend visits for a mm. while. And I know college coaches were. I think some of them were already on airplanes Sunday. Yeah, you know, getting out of getting out of town, getting somewhere exotic with their families and. Because, I mean, these college programs have had kids on campus since March. As Steve mentioned, the official
2: visit period for college recruits ended Sunday evening. So those are done. So today...
3: Four straight months. Of I know, visit. it
2: was rough. Um, the new calendar is, is, is something else. Especially you add in the fact with the NIL and stuff now, it's the volume's been turned up to just a very intense level. Today... We're going to get a vibe from Steve. Nothing etched in stone, people. Keep in mind, nothing is etched in stone here. These, these uh, high-profile guys are back commiserating with their people and choosing where they're going to go. But we're going to get a sense from Steve now. The guys Ohio State's really after. Official visits are over. What is Steve's official vibe? I would say this is not as strong as a crystal ball. This is just a vibe. So don't aggregate this, people. This is just uh, the Fong bringing you his, uh, his current vibe. So we will start at the top. Bryce West and Aaron Scott. I got the names right. I often uh, mix it the first and the last. Bryce West is in. We've talked about these two corners forever. Bill Kerlich has a story up about Aaron Scott. I have to say it's relatively encouraging. Given where we've been over the last few months and the threat of Michigan, the Bryce West calamity was avoided. Your vibe on Aaron Scott and maybe a little commentary as the official visit season has come to an end.
3: Well, I've held on to my Ohio State prediction for Aaron Scott, but certainly have acknowledged, as you all know, that Michigan, a legitimate contender in this recruitment. But I feel like as it winds down, it's still – I still feel like he'll end up at Ohio state. I know that this past visit was one that he was really looking forward to. And you read the dean's story, obviously he had a great time. And uh, I haven't heard anything yet um, to make me flip that pick to Michigan. So uh, this is a prospect that Ohio state has coveted as high as anyone on the board, regardless of position. Mm-hmm. He's got, got a, a, a an elite skill set and, and a guy that Ohio state's worked hard to recruit. And and I have him in right now. Yeah. The hope for that Springfield vibe
2: kicks in there. Dave knows that vibe too. Braxton Miller. Sorry, uh, Huber Heights. We all know what Braxton is really from. Let's move on the next guy. You know, we haven't talked about this guy as much on this show, Steve, but you have written about him consistently and I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, Gerby Lambert, offensive lineman.
3: Well, not much has changed as far as the intel goes from the last time I was on last week. I know that Coach Fry and Coach Day have great connections at his high school. They got him on campus. Where's he from again? Massachusetts. Right. And uh, I think Ohio State's on the short list. You know, there's a lot of buzz around Notre Dame with the academics, the small class sizes. And then certainly what they bring is a football program. And then Boston College trying to keep him home. He wants to major in engineering. So that's a big part of his decision as well. if you could help us out, if you know when these guys are
2: scheduled to commit, that would help. Does Gerby know when and when you're looking for?
3: I haven't seen a date for Gerby. Gerby's pretty low-key. Okay. Um, So that's how I like my offensive linemen. I was going to say. Yeah, I don't like the – ones that put a lot of attention on themselves, Um, the ones that carry themselves the way Gerby carries themselves, they tend to be the ones that play well in college.
2: And the NFL, in fact. If you cover an NFL team, which I did, there's a kangaroo court, and they used to – offensive linemen used to fine each other if you even spoke to the media. So when you're 23 years old in the Redskins locker room and asking a huge offensive lineman a question and he's staring right at you and not answering – you learn then that offensive linemen aren't supposed to speak to the media.
3: Daniel, there were a couple of official visitors this weekend. You know, Ohio State landed two commits. They landed Bryce West and Demarian Witten out of Glenville. Demarian Witten's six foot four, two hundred twenty pound high upside tight end that can be a bit of a mismatch, a tough cover. Um, who are you going to match him up with? You know he's got he's got a exciting skill set. I, I I love where Ohio State stands with Miles Lockhart, mm-hmm. four star corner from Chandler, Arizona. Ohio State came into the visit as the favorite. I think they're the overwhelming favorite coming out of the visit. Then talking to my colleague Greg Biggins, uh, out west, twenty four seven sports national analyst. He's got his thumb on all the top prospects in the Los Angeles mm-hmm. area. He caught a chance to talk with Kingston. Viamu Asa, the coveted linebacker from St. John Bosco. And he thinks, you know, there's been a lot of uh, recent buzz about USC with Kingston. But I think this visit to Ohio State really, really moved the needle for Kingston Viamu Asa after talking to Greg Biggins, who talked to Kingston about that visit. So uh, this this recruiting weekend is one that could uh, ultimately bear a lot of fruit for the Buckeyes. They have the nation's number two recruiting class nationally right now. They passed the Wolverines with the commitments from the two coveted Glenville targets.
2: Let's say out West, um, not Saints, John Bosco, but modern day. And Brandon Brown.
3: Brandon Um, Baker. I'm sorry? Baker. I said
2: Brown Baker. My bad. I'm going to take shit for that. Um, Best offensive lineman I've seen in the class, and I know Justin Fry is big on him, hoping the California ties work um when he left here there was that's kind of a theme that that we're kind of going over here when guys leave visits they may say things that are uh, glorified based on where they are and then you know they go on other visits and things tend to settle down when when he left here it was very much ohio state now you're hearing a lot of oregon your vibe
3: well i think that until told differently oregon is is the team that i would point to but i will say that good visit to ohio state it was a return visit and communication remained strong with the buckeyes and you never rule ohio state out uh, i think that texas is also in there and and uh, i do not expect him to end up at georgia
2: interesting okay which is where he kobe was black. this weekend i'm sorry go ahead
3: which is where he was this past weekend okay. kobe black was at texas this weekend
2: texan himself
3: and, uh, you know, there's some people that spent time with Kobe that think that Texas is in a really good position. But I just know that him and his family really enjoyed their time at Ohio State A return trip after a great experience in the spring. This is a family that's been through the process. Um, dad played college football. Their brother plays football at Oklahoma State. Mm. Um, so when you have that kind of insight, things – you have a it's not
2: their first rodeo right
3: and I think that the important things are the important things when they look at their recruitment when you compare it there are people that don't always make decisions based on all the important things I think with Kobe Black they look at Ohio State as a place that has a tremendous culture with a uh, tremendous defensive back coaches Uh, with a pedigree of development at the position and as a football team with off field opportunity in a great city like Columbus uh, playing on the national stage. And so I think the Buckeyes are, are, are way in that one. You're kind of similar to KJ Bolden, right? Like Kobe black comes on campus. A lot of people are pointing towards Texas, even though he's got Alabama and LSU on his short list. And then, K.J. Bolden you know the crystal ball is on Georgia he's from Georgia there's a lot of Georgia smoke but Ohio State's got a great shot at K.J. Bolden that visit was an awesome official visit he's been to big games at Ohio State his mom loves the Buckeyes program Um, she's connected with the coaches Uh, um, coach Eliano and, and, and company have done a great job he loved watching film with coach Eliano and so Ohio State, they got a chance to sign the best defensive back class in the country. It's going to be damn good regardless because they're, you know, the crystal ball's on them for Aaron Scott. They have Bryce West in the fold. Miles Lockhart's a guy that they're trending for. But you, you're you still in the thick of it for a K.J. Bolden, and then you're still in the thick of it for a Kobe Black. This could be a really, really special defensive back haul for the Buckeyes this cycle.
2: Do you have uh... – a vibe on when those t- uh, Black and Bolden are expected to verbally commit?
3: You know, uh, I think Bolden could do something this summer. And Peyton Woodyard's another guy that Ohio State's working on. They're trying to flip from Georgia. He had a good visit to Ohio State uh, this summer. Uh, Kobe Black, I haven't heard a timetable on Kobe Black. That doesn't mean there isn't one. Sure. And I mean, He's got an official visit scheduled for Alabama in October, so – yeah, I guess we'll see, but maybe there's some, a report that says he's going to decide this summer and I just didn't see it. Um, but, um, yeah, but you say official visit in October, unfortunately for Steve, this dead period
2: will end at some point and uh, guys will get yeah. back out on the road.
3: Yeah. So we that, eventually got to grind again on the weekends and, and we'll be grinding on weekends because kids will be announcing their commitments yeah. and stuff on the weekends. But I certainly love a time when there's not 500 recruits on campuses. That is, uh, that lightens the load, just the hair. Certainly when
2: your beautiful children are participating in, be it soccer, baseball, or whatever, you'd rather focus on your own child's athletics than that of some other ones. But we do have to pay the bills. Speaking of which, let's take a break here at the 12-minute mark, pay some podcast bills. I have a couple guys left to ask about, and then we'll roll.
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada. When she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at the farmersdog.com/podcast. That's the farmersdog.com/podcast.
2: And we are back. Last year was the uh, the I want to say wild the, the wild goose chase for defensive ends that never materialized. This year, optimism abounds. What did you think of uh, Edrick Houston's recent visit to Alabama? Did that affect in any way your belief that he could end up at Ohio State?
3: Well, anytime a prospect visits Alabama, that obviously is one that can move the needle and and change the dynamic of a recruitment. Um, But I, I haven't heard anything yet. doesn't mean that it hasn't happened, but I haven't heard anything yet to make me, want to move my prediction off of ohio state for edric houston still like where the buckeyes stand there until told differently in ohio state they're in the thick of it for dylan stewart as you that know was my next yeah. name. Boy. yeah he you know they they took an official visit the same weekend or no excuse me did they, it was yeah, they same, did. Yep. yeah 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 it was the same weekend yeah with kj bull and all of them and uh you know, the more people you so there's so much mixed stuff out there on Dylan Stewart right now, but there are a lot of people saying that they think he's going to end up at Ohio State. You know, uh, Mom loves I hear South Carolina, mom.
2: Steve. I talked about this yesterday. South Carolina has some hook in the DMV that I'm not aware of. Either it's a line to their NIL or some coach on the staff because Nicholas Harbor is better than South Carolina. There's other guys considering it. Dylan Stewart should be decided between Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia, in my opinion, uh, based on quality of football. What is South Carolina doing so well? Selling Hilton Head?
3: Well, they have a program that's on the rise. You know, they finished their season by beating Tennessee, who won a New Year's Six Bowl, beating Clemson. They beat Clemson. You know, I think when you look at Sterling Lucas over there at South Carolina, he's got. He's got some uh, NFL pedigree uh, in his in his uh, um, history. You know he's worked at several NFL programs and had a lot of success. so you know, that's a guy that people would want to learn from and you know they they're, they get after it on the trail. You know, Miami's another program that uh, is recruiting Dylan Stewart. like he's the number one overall prospect on their board. and so. we'll see what happens but there are a lot of people that behind the scenes like ohio state's position and i kind of slept on ohio state in this recruitment for a little while but i'm certainly not sleeping on them anymore you know that's another prospect that ohio state's got a great shot to land a, a june you know these june official visits very fruitful you know marquise lightfoot The crystal ball favors Ohio State for him, the edge rusher out of Chicago. Now, he was at Miami this past weekend. Did the Hurricanes change that? I haven't heard that yet, but they're certainly trying. Jeremiah McClellan's a receiver from St. Louis going into his official visit to Oregon this weekend. You know, I liked where Ohio State stood. We'll see where the dust settles there. But, you know. Question quick. Another one here. This is a theme developing.
2: Did I see the Elijah Moore, by the way, another D.C uh dmv resident now he likes south carolina as well
3: florida state
2: florida state my
0: bad
3: yep was that in tallahassee this past weekend had a great visit in the 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 but the vibe there has flipped from ohio state why is that Just- um, i mean i think he had a great visit i think you know florida state they had a great year last year there's a high expectations for them this year um Depth I chart, yeah, NIL, I mean, maybe. Because
2: no one would choose to play receiver at Florida State of Ohio State. See, we all know that. I'm slightly you, biased. I, I don't know if people, you've
3: noticed. I hope people don't, like, lump me into the stuff that you say here. Uh, no. I know. Listen. I'm just, just applying to noticed You're on like several that. shows.
2: They, I mean, you, you, you know what I'm saying? They can differentiate. I'm the buck nutter, and you're the director. I'm just here, you know. The, you're wearing the an Ohio buck State
3: hoodie. hoodie. Oh, this yeah. is fire. Look
2: at this thing. It's You know why? 65 degrees today. I'm in summer mode and it, it's a little too chilly. Um, Oskiani agrees with me. Anyway, I think we'll let Steve go. He's been very gracious with his time. I think we'll give him next week off and then uh, we'll start bothering him again after that. But this is high quality programming here. It is not easy to get the director on people. The fact that he comes to just some branch off show like Bucknuts Morning Five is, is a gift to all of us. So easy. You'll see him on the Wiltfong Whip Around. You'll see him on the recruiting shows from coast to coast. And uh, we appreciate him being here. Have a good one, Bucknutters.
3: Take care, y'all. You'll also see me sometimes on the front row.
2: Sometimes.